Hello and welcome to the Lex Campus podcast series. We kickstart this year preparation for the patent agent exam by talking to few of the Lex Campus users who had successfully cleared 2018 exam. And our first guest for this series and uh, for today's show is uh, Mrs. Ojaswini, who is a patent professional. With that, let me open the floor for uh, this conversation. Uh, good evening, Ojaswini. Welcome to our show. Thanks, Venkat, for asking me to join this uh, podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Ojaswini. I'm a resident of Hyderabad. I'm a registered patent agent. I qualified my patent agent exam in 2018. Educational background is I pursued my B.Tech in Electronics and Computers Engineering. And later, I pursued my LLB degree. And um, right now, I'm working for a private firm in Hyderabad as a patent agent. Maybe I'll backtrack a bit. So, you did attempt for a patent agent exam after becoming a lawyer, correct? And where did you yes. do your law degree? Uh, I pursued my degree from uh, Mahatma Gandhi Law College, Hyderabad, which is affiliated to Osmania University. So it's a three-year degree program. And uh, first time when I heard about this patent agent term is uh, in the first year of my law degree, uh, I attended one seminar which is conducted by Rajiv Gandhi Intellectual Property Management System in Nagpur. Uh, it's a general uh, four-day course on intellectual property and its rights and how it is developing in our country. So uh, I just attended that uh, seminar. While I went to attend, I really don't know any terms like intellectual property or a patent, anything. But uh, on the first day, when they were just introducing all the topics, scenario, then I came to know this is an sector law which is completely different from a general civil law or a corporate law and everything. So, and already being an engineer graduate, I want to start practicing in IP law. In IP law, the patents is the sector which needs to have a technical background. So, to do justice to my engineering background, I have shifted my career focus towards patents. And on the second day of the seminar in the Nagpur itself, there came one patent agent, a qualified patent agent. He he was just um, giving uh, the basics of uh, what is a patent, what is a patent application, who can file and everything. So there came the term patent agent. And uh, out of curiosity, I asked him, like, is this another designation? Who can be a patent agent? So he just gave me an overflow. And he told, like, being an a tech graduate or having a science background, I'm eligible to do uh, to be qualified as a patent agent. So he just gave me on the further details like who conducts his exam, when will conduct his exam. So I was in a constant um, check like when the exam will be conducted because in the year 2013 there is an exam, but I missed the chance because I don't know anything about patent agent at that time. And next. It came again in 2016, but that's the first attempt I paid in the exam in 2016, but I didn't qualify then. Um, and again, I tried for a second attempt in 2018, and luckily I, I got crossed out. So this is my basic introduction. So, so um, apart from being a patent agent, pursuing a law degree, I did my ma uh, specialization in patent law from Nalsa University. And... Um, a lot of many courses that are available in online, 
so i was constantly doing all courses it's like a just practice course like developing my skills in ip law uh, interacting with uh, different professionals how is i mean what can we air options in this intellectual property rights and everything so this is how i just came into this ip career okay so did did you do this uh, this course after becoming a patent agent or before becoming a patent agent before becoming a patent before agent i uh, completed my uh, special patent law in 2014 itself 2014 to 15 and uh, so another thing which you mentioned is uh, you said you did uh, uh, give it a go in 2016 and uh, somehow you were not uh, you were not able to uh, clear that exam when did you come to know about the exam notification in 2016 um i came to know a little bit late <laughs> it's almost uh, i i think a uh, very lately i came to know about this patent agent exam because uh, from 2013 again uh, they have a given notification 16 it's almost number so um, i i enrolled myself on time but there is no time for me to prepare a lot for exam uh and basically i'm very um i have a problem in remembering the sections and rules and everything so in the 2016 paper i didn't qualify the paper 1 paper 2 i got very good marks but paper 1 i didn't qualify there so in the next attempt the my whole concentration is on paper 1 like how to remember the different sections in the act the rules the different forms and everything so i started concentrating like how to read the acts so the related rules for each in related form so this one i got a help from lex campus in 2008 okay let let me pull you back there okay great so this this is what happened in 2016 and then yes. you did uh, take the lex campus course uh Okay, when did you hear, or how did you hear about Lex Campus, and what was the motivation to join Lex Campus at that time? Lex Campus, uh, I just um, while I was just uh, looking for different kinds of books which could help me to clear up my exam. I uh, in the Google when I was searching, I got to know about this Lex um, tag book Lex Campus, uh, which the Lex Campus designed it. so i just uh, out of curiosity i just want to see what is this lex campus so i just went went to the web uh, went to their website and they observed the different courses so i got enrolled for the paper uh, i mean not exactly paper i just enrolled for the review test only for the review test i just want to give a test because i was not that confident that time uh, to just uh, I don't know, like I can give that much time to have get enrolled into the course. So this review test is like whenever I have time, I can just have a practice test by reading the uh, the acts and everything. So I got enrolled with the practice test uh, course. Then I bought I brought the book of which the Lex Campus has designed for the patents act because uh, they have given specification. It's it's a uh, it the book has a uh, easy access it's like yeah. Uh, all the sections and yeah. the so in fact uh, i would like to remind all the listeners here that uh, lex campus uh, is the first platform or was the first platform to introduce this revised patents act edition uh, which includes the cross sections also uh, 
uh, cross-references also. So as 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 you rightly point, as Rajasthani rightly pointed out, uh, the way this Patents Act book is different from others is that every section includes a cross-reference to the related rules so which makes it easier for someone someone reading the patents act for the first time to understand the related sections and rules on how they are interweaved or interlinked okay okay or just so you did mention that you took the revision test first or the revision module first before uh, jumping in to take the entire uh, video lectures so uh, if 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 i had to ask you uh, so in 2016 did you listen to any video lectures or you just picked up this book and started preparing so in 2018 i mean maybe that was the first time did you get introduced to this video lecture or what was that one thing that was different in 2018 preparation to 2016 apart from signing up for the for the lex campus mm, 2016 i didn't i mean it's a general bear was having not even the lex campus book lex campus book i purchased 2018 itself when uh, because was uh, um, i didn't like i have to please clear this time because uh, um this is the second attempt and i don't know when again the patent agent exam is going to be conducted so in the 2016 i don't have that much preparation time and i'm, I'm just weak in remembering the sections and rules so uh, it's just like uh, my preparation was not up to mark in 2016 so in 18 i was just going uh, and in uh, just looking for different materials which could guide me or help me in online in 2016 i didn't even bother to look for any online materials or uh, any videos but everything i just started uh, shift my focus 2018 okay so just search for different courses or which which who are like for conducting any coachings for this kind of exam so that there came to know about this lex campus so essentially you found uh, lex campus through google or through online not google. by word of mouth or through any reference right no through google through google excellent and uh, of course you did say that in 2018 basically you started from scratch in your preparation with the help of this lex campus book uh, yes. and what specific platform or specific feature in the lex campus that you would say that this was one feature which helped me a lot in preparation there are actually two feature uh, two things which helped me uh, uh, this thing uh interaction between the participants a constant interaction so the uh, it's like a group stay Even we are not at one place. We are interacting through the work groups and the forums, which are which is in the Lex campus. So anyone having any doubt, like it's like revision for the other participants to just go back through the act, just check the action rule, respond to them, and even the faculty members are also so supportive. Like whenever there's a question, we'll be getting the response in a detailed response. No. They're just one word or two word, but they're just explaining the concept in detail. And the second thing which uh, Lex Campus helped me is through re- review tests. The revision test we have around twenty-five tests, and each paper is designed in such a way that it's drilling, drilling a brain uh, through all the sections and rules. So you didn't even miss a single section or a single rule. So the questions were framed in that way that. uh we have to just go back through a set of sections or a set of rules like just 
interlinked each section through the related rules and immediately we need to also check uh, what forms are related to that section and even the fees is also related like different uh, forms of fees for different persons different entities so it's like the revision tests are a complete module for us and uh, i have to say this like whatever the questions in the review test the one who have given his attempt to solve the revision test and different uh, but uh, in 2018 like the questions were all similar like it was like uh, we can say it's like our, when i sat down for my ex, uh, exam 2018 when i was going questions in paper it just it was so quick and easy like uh, just uh, seeing the question there are certain terms immediately the section came to the mind so uh, the revision test of lex campus the brain my mind in such a that i was able to remember the section the rule and the form so even though the question didn't ask all such things it just asked specific rule or a section but on my question paper i jotted down the section the rule and the form and while i'm just marking the mark i just add it was quick so i can say like i completed my paper within not even uh, one just took around 30 to 40 minutes at the entire paper yes so the paper paper one and again yeah. yeah for the paper one, paper one. and i scored and i scored 81 for that so okay. i can say that yeah the next campus the review test helped and before exam we had a model paper it was given for the right. i remember that we had like four mock exams maybe he, maybe this is the point where i would like to remind the listeners that uh, lex campus will be launching their patent agent preparation course sometime in the first week of april and uh, of course like in year like previous years there are going to be video lectures uh, multiple choice questions followed following every lecture and also 25 revision test as so just when you pointed out each revision test focused on a specific chapter uh, ensuring that uh, you are thorough with each and every chapter and there will be four model exams at the exact template of the the patent agent exam the exact schedule on every module is followed like that of the the patent agent exam and there will be four four of that model exam and uh, so coming back to your experience so you did say that you had enough time to or uh, you had sufficient time uh, to finish the paper one part so maybe could you just walk us through the the process or uh, how many model exams did you take uh, before you were confident of uh, appearing of course you had enrolled you had to appear but still uh, how many model exams made you uh, feel that yes you are ready for this exam um the revision test i attempted the test again and again until i got like uh, uh, almost everything correct like one thing i was just giving my attempts again and again for each revision test um and uh, coming to the model exam papers i was just constantly practicing them and the ex- uh, the model paper like it's just a mock paper which was just given to before day exactly today there uh we just started attempting and uh, there was also a discussion like uh, 
I don't exactly remember who discussed the answers with us on the before day. Uh, while discussing the answers, also they have given the explanation. This is the answer. They have released the key. We have cross-checked it, and again there is a discussion in the forum, like where it went wrong. So this question. So uh, the question was. I mean, there are few questions paper which are tricky. So. It 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 actually requires a second time reading, so we need to read the question at least a second time. So even those questions helped us in a, uh, actually to say the exam paper was not that tough compared to the models which Lex Campus has designed. So the questions were direct in the paper, but Lex Campus there will be a small twist, so we have to read it again and to answer the questions. So. While we are able to solve that tricky questions, it's really easy to solve the direct questions were given in the exam paper. That okay, so in your in your opinion, four model exams of Lex Campus is yeah. sufficient, so, right? So someone, yes, yes they are sufficient. And uh, especially, of course, the paper one. Uh, maybe this is the time to tell our listeners also that uh, maybe whomsoever is appearing for the very first time, uh, paper one is for two hours. It's 100 marks, and paper two is for three hours, 100 marks. Paper one is objective type, covering the Patents Act, and paper two covers uh, situation-based uh, questions based on Patents Patents Act, and also uh, drafting questions. Wherein uh, one question is about uh, writing the title, abstract. Uh, and uh, other while the other question was the title, abstract, and specification, detailed specification, or you can like um, it's just based giving the summary of the invention. Guys, second question contains we have to draft claims for that. It's the part. It's the entire entire specification you have to dra draft for the yes. uh, second question. Second and question. of course, the listeners can always access these model papers from the IP website. So they yes. go to the patents and click on the patent agent exam. So they have, uh, have previous, the previous years. Yes, yes, they have previous years uh, exam paper along with the answer key. Yes. Okay, let us let us uh, go back to your experience on taking this exam. Yes, you did mention that paper one you you finished in less than forty minutes, and you had ample time to go back and uh, revise some of the or check or proofread some of the questions. And so the key is paper two. Paper two is where your time management is put to test, correct? So, yes. uh, how did you manage to take paper two, or how was it? Did you have time, or what was the plan you had to crack paper two? In paper two, the paper two is completely descriptive. So, three hours we have to answer situation based questions, and we have to do two drafting questions. So, uh, the first part is situation-based question, where we need to uh, suggest uh, we have to give our suggestions to a client. So we have to imagine that we are already a good patent. I mean, we are a patent agent. We are well versed with the acts and sections. So it comes with some situations. So we need to relate to the situation, and also we need to mention the exact section and the rule 
in the question paper in the in our answer sheets sorry to intervene here yeah just so that because i felt that this is the right point where we explain the listeners what kind of situation based questions uh, could be asked in the exam uh, for example uh, i mean the questions could be of anything from the patents act and for example if there could be a question where assume that you are the inventor you have this invention in uh, let's say uh, you have synthesized a drug or drug like candidate and the uh, the inventor approaches you who is a patent agent please advise the uh, inventor on how about going filing this application so basically you have to help the inventor right from scratch okay basically what the invention is so which means you have to cite the relevant section and rules for every situation based question am i right yes yeah so it is always better you uh, cite the related section on related rule before you explain the answer and uh, just me so how how descriptive you have to be with your answer uh, descriptive um, i uh, i just mentioned the section exact section number and related rule for that and uh, we have to explain the situation like the insurance or situation can be done so what are the steps to be done so we have to just explain so uh, i'll give the example like the th- there is a direct question uh, based on the anticipation sections from section 29 to 31 and 32 right so the question was completely drafted it was a big paragraph so we have to just make a time we have to read the questions again at least twice to get to the point and uh, once we are th- uh, once we are thorough with the sections and everything it will become easy for us to understand the situation like what exactly the examiner is asking us in paper so there for each uh, we have to again break down the question into different sections so we can't expect that he's only asking one section or one rule so for last paper the ns anticipation section so it we have to mention different sections along with the rules and the forms in one um, so we need to uh, just uh, take uh, the question into bits so this question is related to this section so under this section this situation can fog so there is no need to worry we can again file our application within this 12 months so we have to also mention like any time periods are given in the section so we have to mention the time period too and if any forms related to such section we have to give the form number also and if you are real good in mathematics if you are able to remember the fees also we can just give the fees for different entities for natural person this so we don't we, we don't need to go into deep because we have that much time to give lengthy answers also so in the question if it is uh, the invent just a natural person we can just give a fees for the natural person is so and so if it is asking for entity kind of thing we can just go okay for entity the fees will be this and this. so if we if we just go on the details section also we manage the time for the part two so as far as me i just gave the apt answer and this situation based question also i have to thank lex campus the free webinars which are available already available they help us to solve this question so in the webinars feroz ali sir is giving explanation how to the answers how to answer these questions aptly like prompt and apt answers like how can we frame our answers so uh, those webinars are actually they helped us like i watched these webinars while i was traveling to the exam 
it's like uh, just brush my entire revision thing this webinar really helped me through the paper to part one and the part two completely depends upon a time management so we have to understand the question properly what he is right. doing so we have to jot down what are the important things he has mentioned so uh, the specifications for the whatever he has given the compositions everything we need to jot down properly so we have to just in the question itself we have to mark so okay this can come under title this can come under the background of the invention so they'll mention this is a clear existing art so existing art can come under the prior art or the background of the invention and then slowly will come down for the explaining of the invention so that can come under the summary kind of thing and in that we have to just mark like what can be claimed so it it will be a, a bit tricky so we have to think of that while doing the claims part we have to just note down okay uh, what come in dependent claim what what how many dependent right. claims can we frame for that everything okay so ojasudhi let let me ask you this of course you are discussing about the drafting a patents specification related question but uh, regarding the situation based question uh you had mentioned that yeah you have to mention the section you have to mention the rules and be as descriptive as possible but uh here uh, a point to be noted is that i mean there is no limit you can keep going on and on for pages but the point is you have to factor in the time limit you have so it is better you cover every aspect of the question that was asked rather than just keep writing pages and pages uh so maybe i should ask you this so So if i remember right there were like seven questions based on uh, situation based and uh, there were two other questions related to drafting a specification how much time you had when you went to this uh, section related to drafting or how much time or how long did you take to finish the situation based questions situation based question i had divided my time one hour for the situation not more than that and i want to give a lot of thanks for the drafting part because the questions are really huge they are actually choice of questions so one question in uh, part b would be for the farm almost it would be like a chemical patent or pharma patent so that lengthy description and the second patent would related to electronics or a mechanical it, it would be a simple invention kind of thing coming to the part one it is just um, one hour if we give an apt answers one to you shouldn't even take half of the time for the part because the drafting we don't know like have to read the questions again and again to not to miss out any uh, uh, points like any uh, you can say like ingredients in the composition or any point particular right. point which might right. count so we can't uh, dedicate like a part a we dedicate half time part b time no part situation based questions we have to finish as soon as possible like as quickly as possible so that the part b it requires of time reading part all takes more than hours for us to read the questions right. understand them jot down just uh, classify them to uh, different subheadings and again have to put down on the paper so it takes a lot of time so i uh, come to me i took at least i mean i don't i don't remember exactly how much time i took but i made sure that in, within one hour i have finished my situation based questions i ju- immediately jumped to part 2 for the uh, drafting okay. purpose so let me uh, 
let me so i got hold of this paper two part of last year's patent or the 2018 patent revision exam so yes. this this paper so i'm just reading out the instructions from the paper this paper consists of three parts part a is 20 marks part b is 30 marks and part c is 50 marks and part part a uh, you have uh, or we had uh, four situation based questions each question uh, was five marks five and so 20 marks for part a and part b was 30 marks with uh, 10 marks each for three questions and then uh, part c one where uh, so part c uh, you have a option to choose one over the other uh, part c one part ha uh, had a question on uh, providing an appropriate title abstract and drafting at these two claims So here you are given two uh, two different descriptions, and uh, you are allowed to choose one or the other. And the second question, which is part C two, uh, you you have to draft entire specification for uh, one of the two questions asked. Uh, so if you look at the split of marks, part A and part B together accounts to fifty marks, and part C accounts to fifty marks. So as Swajeshwini so rightly pointed out, so essentially, which means that one has to get to the the part c part uh, within one and a half hours so that they have enough time or uh, adequate time to finish this part uh, oh just me so let's fast track this uh, so uh, you had uh, clear paper 1 and paper 2 and maybe this is a right time to tell the listeners that uh, uh, once you get uh, at least 50 marks uh, in each paper 1 and paper 2 you'll be called for the viva and your aggregate including the viva uh, should be at least 60% uh, in order to be or in order to be registered as a patent agent okay uh, ojasuni tell us like how was your experience in viva how was it uh, viva uh, my exam center is in nagpur so they The examiners were really friendly. Actually, it's not like the viva which I faced in my engineering college or even a law college. So there, um, according to my experience, where I went for the viva, they asked situation questions. Like they uh, asked me three questions. The first question is, what are the forms, different forms you are going to file for the new invention? So I just mentioned like it will be form one, two, three, five, and twenty-six. So then asked like what we mean? Can you just name the forms? So I just gave them the uh, the name of the forms like what each form replicates. So that's the first question is done for me, and the second question, uh, I can the examiner asked me like you're a patent agent came with a soft code and I am asking you to patent it. So what? would be your suggestion to me so it was a tricky question for me so um, i told according to the section we can't patent software code unless there is a technical part over this so this question again it went to i mean he asked me like my personal opinion like whether software or computer programs can be patentable so he just want to know like uh, you can just say the examiners are not only concentrating sections rules they just want to know like how we can interact with the clients and uh, what are the things like um, how are we, how we are approaching the client or how are we just exactly using this patent act like are we at least uh, giving an attempt to tell 
this section pertains to this but this can be done there are some other ways to do like and uh, he also asked like um, do you do you ever heard about the computer related invention guidelines for me and so yes i heard about it and he asked me like did you go through it yes and it's like mostly a general questions for me there's nothing just tell me which section belongs to this or give me the section number for this situation they are general questions not only to me the other uh, people like the other persons who came for the viva for everyone it's it's like a situation everyone uh who are already into this field they are just asking a background like whether are we into this ip field so they are just framing the questions accordingly so uh, uh, in the in nagpur center no one got a direct question so just mention the section which is which is this which is this so uh, for i can give this much information like in nagpur everyone faced a direct question i mean uh, situation based questions and they just want to check like are we communicating properly like are we able to give a solution to the client properly it's more like uh, not exactly how we answered the situation based in the paper too uh, we have to just give them a more detailed description like the way we are speak to them so essentially they are looking at whether you act yourself as a practitioner in the case yes uh, in the future if a client comes to you whether you can act yes. on your own yes. whether you can guide them on your own so maybe they are they are expecting um, such an answer from you yeah they, they even i got another i just want to share one of the who just before they asked him like uh, when uh, a simple actually uh, a farmer he wants to do some patent uh, on some uh, small farming tool so how much would you charge him that was the question so uh, it was a tricky question up to to the minimum uh, fee like so they were asking what would be our answer like are we going to give any number exact figure or are we going to explain them see for this filing for this form so and so this yeah, that's an interesting question yeah so this yeah. i mean this kind of questions they are all so interlinked first you have to figure out whether uh, i mean is the farmer first thing is he an individual or is he part of a startup so that yes. that basically gets you into totally different angle then you have to think about all this section about the the fees related structure and also the expedited examination publication all of this factors into right yes yeah. sir. yes, yes. yeah never expecting that answer uh, but the person in front of me couldn't give that detail just said i'm going to charge so and so some just mentioned it and uh, but we also observe like the answer is satisfactory to them they are explaining us like we expected this from you so uh they saying okay uh, you gave me a wrong answer you gave me a right answer no interesting us, and, yeah. just, and they also said expecting this from you okay. so the person <laughs> so i came to like the, this for, for the government thing fee everything explained by the examiners who are posing the viva question to the candidate so expecting this from you Okay. so i mean of course before you went in for your viva i'm pretty sure you had interacted with uh, the other uh, viva candidates also was there a mixed bag of 
both patents act related questions and also technical questions or did you encounter someone who were thrown at really technical questions the viva questions were not completely based on the acts and everything i mean it's not completely based on patent act there are any technical questions involved and there are also general questions involved so technical questions coming to me i faced one technical question like are computer programs they ask my opinion like what do you think is patentable or not in fact it's given it's not patentable but they want to know our opinion also and want the reasons like why we want or why we want to be patented or why we don't want to be patented so it's like more kind of discussion on a certain topic and there is also uh, one uh, one of the candidate also faced another question like uh, depending on the patentability criteria so he he is already into file, practice patents dra- drafting but he is not telling on his name uh, he is working for another senior but he knows the situation he was responding to all the first examination reports is into that field for past 4 years but this was the uh, first attempt for him he wants to become an agent but he cannot find so depending on the background the questions per frame person like they asked like did you ever have so told i am fine uh, i gave this to fir reports also so they asked like so in your report they would be what are the clauses mentioned so how how it is drafted so he went he explained um inventiveness no the industrial applicability so explaining one situation like there is a section where the examiner said in it's not industrial applicable the claims are not industrial applicable so the examiners were surprised so how come uh, there would be a, a response in an fir report which takes over the industrial applicability anything any product which is useful to the public on a small scale or large can be patented so how come your application was objected on the grounds of inventive step so so the questions were framed in this way it, it, it it's like they are they are going to ask our introduction educational background right now what we are working on so accordingly they are asking the question so don't have a set of questions for this candidate we are going to ask these questions this set of questions not at all so in nagpur total the all the persons like there were around 72 persons in viva nagpur so it's all examination center uh, 72 were qualified in there so everyone attempted uh, the viva and our 72 i don't know how many qualified but uh, it's more than 60 60 persons were qualified after as a patent agent last yeah, year that's that's what roughly that's what the data also tells over the years yeah. once you are called in called in for the viva uh, the the pass percentage is pretty high at least 80 percentage of the people who are called in for the viva they are going to become a patent agent i mean uh, disclaimer is yeah if they do well and if they really answer all the questions so excellent so that gives a good perspective about the viva part So let's uh, now you're a patent agent, registered patent patent agent. So what are you currently working on? So what are you doing? You don't have to tell me like the kind of work you're doing, but how is that uh, the patent agent is helping you to do the kind of work that you're doing right now? Um, the patent 
Asian, directly file the applications on the generations to clients. I can interact with many clients, but this particular field, it's like a client come with an invention towards us. Um, it's just building my scope of knowledge field. So. We have to first understand the disclosure, whatever they are telling us about the product or the process and everything. We'll just start searching for the related invention. So it's just building up my knowledge in each and every field. Like it's not, uh, I'm being electronics and computer background. It's not only, uh, I'm not restricted only to certain patents kind of thing. It's like mechanical patents or any um, trickle electronic gadgets or something now communications networks everything everywhere we have to be it's helping me to my knowledge and it's also helping me like how the products are coming into the market like and how can we help the people to recognize their rights over their products so it's really interesting be like a in the field, especially for the patents field. So from scratch, we are helping the client to his product or to protect his invention, to protect his idea. So daily we are seeing different kind of people in different fields, a new invention. It may be new or it may be something uh, already existing, but some changes, but it's just like, we are building up our own knowledge and we are just trying to see like what are the possibilities where we can help the client. Like if it is, this is not possible, like what else can be done to certain things? So it's, that's it. I can't, I mean, it's good being a patent agent, doing it's, all the yeah. stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, great. Uh, wonderful, Jasmine. So you gave us... Uh, a broader perspective of not only preparing for the exam but also uh, what you're currently working on so wonderful insight to all the listeners and uh, so before we wind up this uh, talk show so could you what's what's your words of wisdom for those who are taking this exam for the first time for the first time yeah. i'm pretty sure that most of them only i mean most of them I'm pretty sure they don't know exactly what uh, uh, exactly the patent or what's the IP. As as we know, like they, they must be new into the field or already practicing people also. They must be finding some difficulty in attempting the exam also. So even though they have an experience in IP field, or, somehow they'll be have, lacking um, slight uh, knowledge as or to just correlate it in every section or kind of thing. So my, my from my experience, I say that first time if you're giving an attempt, better to just revise or the um, act completely. It's not that tough. It's really not that tough. You can do it. Um, it just needs. Uh, Time, dedication, at least an hour a day, it's been enough for us if we, if we are dedicated to that. And 
the not only to act now we have to also concentrate for the other part of the um, where we have to relate to a situation so have to interact with people so uh, in the forum just pose the questions to anyone so you have to be interactive with everyone ask the faculty members who are ready to help they'll be giving you great great explanation not a one word answer or a one sentence they'll be explaining to us until we get to the point and third thing time management the exam actually in paper 2 that should kept in mind so the part a the situation based questions don't take then half of the time or the part 2 requires lot of time and that maybe uh, it had to make uh, a bit uh, tough part or way we can't i mean we have to spend a lot of time if you miss all if we give a proper time to read the questions we can write properly we can draft in the exam paper so the examiners won't expect we should be a professional actors in the exam paper but they expect that we are uh, giving all the points we are not missing out any specific points over under each heading thing so we have to make sure that whatever is given in the question we are able to classify each and every point and any subheading and at least under one subheading we are able to mention that point over there so it needs time actually it needs time so th- my own question is in paper we have to be careful regarding the time management and in paper one if, uh, if uh, people are really practicing this review test and model test again and again i'm sure that paper one will be easy because in the questions drafted in the review test of lex campus are a bit trickier than the direct questions posed in the exam so if you are able to do these questions then for the paper one direct exam it doesn't have any issues you will not face any for anything you just go in a flow so this is my suggestion guys and i wish you all the best for exam and thanks venkat so for giving me this opportunity to speak on this wonderful uh, thank you for your time ojaswini with that note uh, let's sign off this uh, podcast with ojaswini and just to quickly summarize what ojaswini had just mentioned paper 1 focus on the patents act keep revising take the revision test mock exams and she feels that lex campus mock exams are much tougher than what you get in the final exam so prepare well for it so once you sign up for lex campus you're almost or you're almost there becoming a patent agent and paper 2 she's referring to uh, the time management part so take care of your time and do not get overboard and start writing pages answer to the question asked and ma- manage your time well so you should be able to crack this exam and become a patent agent with that let me sign off this is venkat thank you for listening